Welcome to the USRA Coalition's Let's Talk About It podcast, where we give you insights into mental health and substance abuse issues. In each episode, we'll have a conversation with a guest who will help create awareness in our communities around these topics. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. Hey there, welcome again to another edition of USRA Coalition's Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, Mike Cote, and remember the purpose of Let's Talk About It is to draw issues out of the darkness and into the light. We do so in the name of awareness and prevention. Again, this program is brought to you by the USRA Coalition. USRA Coalition is a partnership between the boroughs of Upper Saddle River and Allendale, New Jersey. Members consist of elected officials, parents, school administration, police, health professionals, local businesses, clergy, and members of local community organizations. The mission of the USRA Coalition is to educate and create awareness in communities and to prevent, reduce substance abuse and other health-related issues. Coalition provides funding and programming and resources to the community through local schools and includes Pohokas and Saddle River as well. Today, we have another special guest. She is a student of Northern Highlands. She is a member of the National Honor Society and she's also the co-editor-in-chief of the student newspaper, The Highland Fling. She also serves as the co-president of Mock Trial and the president of the Rotary Club. She's a member of the Senior Class Council, and she is also a student activist in the school community, drumming up awareness for the opioid crisis and anti-bullying efforts. She is none other than Melissa Reefman. Melissa, welcome to the program. How are you? Hi there. Thank you for having me. I'm well, happy to be here. here. This is awesome. So listen, Thanks so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit about of your work outside of school as a student activist. You have uh, taken it upon yourself and really standing on the shoulders of your older sister, Stephanie, and what she started. Tell us a little bit about the Happy Week program and what, what you've been bringing to schools around the county. Yeah, absolutely. So back in 2013, my older sister, who's now a junior at the University of Michigan, she started a heroin addiction prevention program called Happy Week which actually stands for Heroin Addiction Prevents People's Years. Uh, and it was basically an assembly style program that we brought to schools all over Northern New Jersey, as well as a few in New York. Um, and basically the goal of the program was to communicate to students um, in a way that was by students for students, the importance of, uh, of drug prevention and of kind of not going down this path. So the way that it worked was uh, we actually first uh, invited a recovering heroin addict up on stage uh, with us to talk through their story and what it was like being addicted to heroin, recovering from it, how their life has, has changed, you know, for the better uh, after, you know, uh, gaining um, some help and then before how it was much worse, uh, with, you know, throughout their addiction. And uh, then afterwards, we call up a parent who actually lost a child to heroin addiction to share a little bit about how it impacted their child, how it impacted their life, and to really drive home to the students that this is an issue that affects everyone. I mean, all these parents are local within a few towns of us, um, and a lot of the recovering addicts that we invite up on stage also are pretty local. So it's just to, to kind of show and definitely drive home the fact that it could happen to anyone, you know, heroin and other drugs, they don't discriminate. Um, and it's to kind of to drive them the point and then the consequences. They say sometimes the greatest factor in this is the X factor, the factor of experience. And you don't know 
someone's experience until you've walked in their shoes. You know, what, what is the greatest lesson that you could take from one of those programs from either a recovering addict or someone who's lost a loved one to addiction? What, what are some of the takes from that? I mean, I think one of the things that we talk about a lot is the stigma, especially around here. There, there's such a ginormous stigma around like surrounding drug use and getting help. And it's one of those things where we had one one of our speakers a while ago who had gotten over her addiction is in recovery. She was like talking about how she didn't even think she was worth getting better because she was told that drug addicts are useless and 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 that they don't deserve the help. So she it's kind of the, it becomes internalized the the stigma. So that was definitely a big takeaway that it needs to be a conversation where people talk where people realize that again, doesn't discriminate, can happen to anyone. You don't think it will happen to you until it does. Um, so that's definitely huge there. And I think how we really try to drive that home is through the interview style, through telling their story. That is one of my favorite aspects of the program. What I think differentiates it from, from other drug prevention programs is that it's me, you know, who is, I started doing these as a sophomore, I wanna say when my sister went to school uh, or went to college, and so I was literally their age, sitting there and talking to uh, someone else and just kind of making it conversational. And I think that is where students can connect to, because I try to ask what I think they would ask and to, to try to get it all out there. Most well, terrific insight and you've done a great service. And, you know, like you said, the stigma that goes about it and also the invincibility factor that goes into it. I'm sure no one thought they would be there. No one yeah, exactly. or suffer from that experience. Now, you parlayed that into a podcast, uh, an award-winning podcast that you've done with your classmate, Oppie. Tell us a little about the podcast that you did. Yeah, so we were, it was for my, my AP language and composition class. We were told to make a podcast. Uh, and it could be basically about anything we wanted, preferably some kind of like social issue that we could tackle. And I figured this was the perfect topic um, because I'd been doing these programs and and talking to people in an interview style, I just thought it was it would work really well for this. So I actually really enjoyed it because I hadn't gone into the research side as much and I was really able to delve deep for the podcast because the kind of main thesis, if you will, of it was about how there are basically, it was us trying to find out more. It was very like, exploratory, us just kind of investigating and seeing what we could find, you know, in terms of treatment options out there, are they effective? Kind of what's the current status? Um, so actually it was great. We ended up getting, I was able to um, interview one of the parents who normally talks for us uh, at the actual programs. And I interviewed a recovering addict as well and kind of used their experiences to either validate or invalidate certain treatment options out there now. That was, that was a big part of it. So we talked about drug court and whether that was effective. And we talked about medication-assisted treatment. We talked about the idea of safe injection sites. And it was just really interesting to have the contrast. And, and sometimes it was a shared opinion, um, but between like the actual research and then hearing someone either, you know, validate or invalidate it. So I, I enjoyed it definitely a lot and learned a ton. Well, you didn't just learn. We're learning as well. I know you're a student at Highlands, but we're taking notes from you. This conversation styles. We have a basis for this program. So you've done great things. And, you know, we're standing on your shoulders. So thanks for contributing. 
Well, you've also branched out away from the opioid awareness, and you've also delved into anti-bullying crusades as well. Tell us about your program with Mrs. Jane Clemente. Yeah, so this actually started, I think it was, it was the end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year. I was planning my Girl Scout Gold Award, and I knew I wanted to do something related to bullying, related somewhat to mental health even, because it had been, at that point, it had been a lot in the news, and I was just kind of ready to do something. So I actually, I reached out to Mrs. Clemente um, because I had heard her son for, I, it was a big story around here, but for anyone listening who doesn't know uh, her, she uh, has a son, Tyler Clemente, who it was back in 2010, he was a student at Rutgers and his uh, roommate uh, filmed him having sex with another man and it posted it online and was like live streaming it. Uh, and it was um, just kind of very, like blatant, severe act of cruelty, uh, and Tyler took his life um, following. So that's why they founded the foundation in order to spread awareness about cyberbullying, spread awareness about bullying in general, and to promote this message of of acceptance and and tolerance. You know, at, at the very least. So I wanted to to partner with them because I they were a great established organization, and Mrs. Clemente was actually pretty local. So I asked her if she would come speak at an event at Northern Highlands. Uh, and she graciously agreed. And actually kind of similar to the Happy Week style, took a little bit of inspiration from there. Um, it was an interview. So very similar to how those programs functioned. I invited her to come up on stage with me. I kind of talked through her story with her and, and Tyler's story. Um, and it was just a really impactful, powerful evening, I, I think. And um, Following that, I I felt like I wasn't done. Like the the program was over, but I was like, I it felt unfinished. So I was perusing their website and I saw that they had a youth ambassador program. And I was like, I'm a youth. Let's become an ambassador. So I um I followed up with that and applied to be one of their ambassadors. Um, and then when I was accepted into the program, the first thing they said is, okay, time to take on a project. And I was like, okay, well, I've already had Mrs. Clemente speak at my school. And so they have all heard her like, where do I go from here? And kind of the next logical step in my mind was the county to kind of to bring it to all of Bergen County. So what I ended up doing was partnering with a fellow, um, with a peer of mine who's also a youth ambassador who actually lives in Ridgewood. And we were able to start a, a countywide committee of high school students uh, to combat bullying within their schools. Um, so kind of the thought process there was just if we recruit all throughout Bergen County, the goal being to get a student from every high school in Bergen County, we can combat bullying in all of Bergen County by kind of having this unified front and a place for students from different high schools to come and talk, share experiences and figure out what we can be doing better. Um, so that's what we ended up doing. <laughs> well, that's absolutely amazing. I mean, in all of your experience and all of your doings, you know, you're a very accomplished student and you're very busy and active as many are at, at, in high schools all over the county. But, you know, you've taken a step further. You're an agent for change. You're an activist and you're performing a service, not only in this community, but many others. And you've taken your passion and you're using it for a greater good. You're taking that passion and you're taking it and parlaying it into action. What advice would you give to other students on how to become an activist or, you know, 
take their passions or their desire to help others and turn that into something better, a program, action, be an activist. Yeah. So honestly, I, it's simple. <laughs> the way I see it, just go do it um, is how I really see it. You can't wait either like for permission or for someone else to tell you to do it. Like you just have to do it. Like when uh, the, my friends and I, or my fellow youth ambassador and I were starting the, the, you know, Bergen County wide committee, we were worried that the schools weren't going to like respond to us, that we would just have a lot of received emails, you know, left unopened. Um, but that didn't stop us. We just, we went ahead and we're like, if people are intrigued by what we have to say, if they think that it's a worthy cause, like, like we do, then, then it will go over well, or at least, you know, we can try. So we just, we went for it and we lucked out with a pretty good response. But I think that that's just kind of the attitude you have to have. Just do what you want. And if you believe in your cause, um, then others probably will too. That's awesome. Great advice. So listen, we've come to the point in the program where it's time to play first and 10. You got four questions on fourth down. You can kick or stick, but we're going to try and move the sticks here and keep things going. Are you willing to play? Yeah. All right, here we go. First and 10. Well, we're right up on the holiday season. Tell us, what's your favorite Thanksgiving Day side dish? Side dish? Stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah, 100%. All right. Sausage without any any variety of stuffing? Just the traditional. I like traditional. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Thanksgiving Classic. stuffing. In the bird or it's cooked on the side? have to say, I'm not the one doing the cooking, so I can't even tell you. <laughs> we, go, we go to my aunt's for Thanksgiving and see what happens in the kitchen. All good. Stuffing. Get it done. All right. Listen, second down. You come home. It's a long day. You put in your earbuds. You put on your headphones. Maybe it's the ride home in the car. You had one song to put on. What would you put on the radio? One song. Ah, that's a tough one. I'd have to... I, my mood, it definitely varies. But right now, I really like the band Wallows. So anything by them. They're wow. great. Wow. I am so lame. I don't even know who that is. I have to look it up after this podcast. <laughs> They're awesome. What kind of what, what kind of variety are they? That's like pop. Like, maybe slightly. I'm not, I'm not a huge music person. I kind of just get into whatever. Honestly, whatever my sister is listening to, right. she'll, she'll send me her playlist. And but they're they're great, small, smaller band, not super well known. So you're good. That's great because I'll listen to anything. Perfect. Yeah. All right, here we go. We're moving along, we're moving the stage. Third right. down. Third down. Um, it's been a long day. You had a lot of tests at school. You come home. You had a couple meetings as well. Maybe a Zoom or two. Time to unwind. What's Melissa Reedman doing to unwind? How do you relax? How do I relax? So it might not sound that relaxing, but I have to say Taekwondo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I practice and teach Taekwondo and that is completely how I unwind. hundred percent, a little less since COVID started. I haven't been able to go as much, but yeah, that's a great word. Why didn't you tell me that? I totally left that out of the introduction. I oh, yeah. I, yes, I'm a, I'm a black belt and I, I teach little kids too. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm messing nice with you in the hallways. So, All right. Good, good thing we're friends. <laughs> All right, last question. It's fourth down. You kicking or sticking? What what does that mean? That's an expression in football. I'm really sorry. So you can either punt and you don't have to answer it, or you're going to go for it and you're going to answer the question. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. See, we're learning. This is the process. We're we're learning. Yeah. All right. You had one uh, choice of a person to have dinner with in the history of the world ever. Who would it be? 
That is so tough. I should have punted. Um, <laughs> let's. <laughs> that is so tough. I mean, maybe right now, I think it's Kamala Harris. Cool. I really just want to chat with her. I think it would be great. Well, that's that's a great choice. Uh, obviously, first woman and person of color to fill the office yeah. of Vice President of the United States. Exactly. Things on the quite, quite the dinner. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Maybe at the White House. Maybe maybe she could bring Joe, too. There you go. Yeah. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been a great time catching up with you, and maybe we could do it again another time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Have a great weekend. We'll see you in school. All right, and that's all for this edition of Let's Talk About It. Remember, we talk about it because we want to draw things out of the shadows and into the light. We do so in the name of awareness and prevention. And, and think about it, with all the technology around us, phone, social media, computers, sometimes it's best to just pull up a chair, sit around the table, talk about it. Because remember, if you're not at the table, you could be on the menu. That's it for this time, folks. See you next time. Stay safe. Take care.